Welcome to Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Control Freak, today. What's up, everybody? Light, unfortunately, will not be joining us. His head feels like soup. So, it's just going to be us that you get to listen to today. Still Lucky you. Soup. Yeah, a little bit. Where are you? I'm at soup. <laughs> Why are you buying clothes at the soup store? Stop yelling at me. Uh, that's a good oh bit. man now that we've quoted dead memes it's what have you been playing meme. this week um i have been playing lots and lots and lots of bloodstained with a dash of sea of thieves thrown into the mix how many hours do you have in bloodstained now like 30 46 ah i was close yeah i think my it's primary only 16 hours off <laughs> i think my primary profile is at 20 hours of gameplay now Fucking hell. Well, I mean, again, I'm trying to 100% get all Achievos. I've got five left. Two of them are watch the entirety of the end credits and unlock every other achievement. So, really, I only have three. Why the fuck is that an achievement? Watch all of the end credits. Are they, like, three hours long? It credits all of the backers. Okay, so it is three hours long. <laughs> got it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I got through, like half of it and i was like okay i need to go to bed because it's stupid late so i'm just gonna exit out because yay i beat the game <laughs> yeah, you should have just left it running then you would have gotten it yeah but i don't want to leave my computer running all night this thing sadly i did not spot my name because i didn't actually get to my point in the credits because there are four there were four like i don't want to call them faction groups but that's the closest you could it would be so it'd be like the whip group the katana team and so on, so there was four that you could pick, um, and I think I was on Team Katana, but I didn't actually get to Team Katana's list <laughs> before I was like, well, I'm done, I'm done, I'm going to bed. Yeah, I, I mean, I've definitely been to that point where it's like, yeah, I beat the game, now I want to watch a thing, never mind, I'm going the fuck to bed. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, I want to, I'm actually gonna try and pull up i want to i'm trying to remember how many people kickstarted it so it was about sixty-five thousand backers fucking hell yeah sixty-five thousand people back to this game Whew. yeah no wonder that game was so popular and everybody was anticipating it so much because everybody wanted it to happen it's almost like the guy made a castlevania game made a good castlevania game well that yeah that that right there <laughs> But yeah, that, so obviously Bloodstained's been my addiction and then hopping on with you every now and then for uh, Sea of Thieves where we harass newbie players that we didn't realize were newbies until one of them started screaming about, oh god, there's sharks in the water. <laughs> uh, I wonder if he really was like a newbie. Like if that was his first time playing and we were the first people he'd met all day and he's like, yay, they'll be nice to me because I'm alone. And then we fuck his life up. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like the one person we came across on the island who was just fishing. Like, we blow up their ship. We park. We get off because it's like, well, I don't see any. Like, there was nobody on the ship. And then we just see this person on the opposite side of the island, casually fishing. Fishing and completely oblivious to what just happened to his ship. And then we executed him. Or the guy from two days ago who was just browsing new weapons and Ben set his ship adrift, because that's his new thing, apparently. And then me and him executed him Boondock Saints style. I mean, that was really hilarious, because it was like, yeah, Ben's just on our ship. No, he's not. Well, where's he at? Where's their ship? And then he just starts cackling. (laughs) Oh, man, we watched that for so long as it just drove into rocks. (laughs) Uh that is a fun game. I'm really enjoying that game. Yeah, and honestly, I would almost say tomorrow we should uh, we should hop on that again. Yeah, I mean, probably. I'm going to be working on editing this tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, I got to make sure. Got to make sure it goes up on time. Right, right. Keeping a schedule always a good thing to do. Yup. But yeah, so I I mean I don't have much to report in the what have I been playing because. I've basically just been playing Sea of Thieves and anxiously awaiting the Halo flights to start. I was about to say, I saw the announcement for the uh, beta to be coming up for Halo Infinite. What? 
No, it's it's for Reach. I could have swore I saw something about Halo Infinite. Don't do this to me. I one, Don't. One, one sec, one sec. I swear to God, Munich. So, two days ago, Halo Infinite beta tests confirmed prior to holiday 2020 release. Okay, so Halo that's Infinite just saying... beta coming to Xbox and PC, which is from an article from one day ago. Right, but it doesn't say that it's coming this week. Oh, no, I didn't mean this week. But oh, just with, sometime year, in the coming yeah. future? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be cool if it came this year, at least, because then they'd have a year to fucking fix everything. <laughs> well, I mean... That'd be that'd be amazing. They do like a week long beta and then take a year to fix all the problems. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you're actually supposed to do it. Yeah, like you're actually supposed to use a beta for. <laughs> no, uh, the the tests for Halo Reach on PC and Xbox are supposed to start this week. Mm-hmm. So I've just been watching my uh, email feed, waiting for an invite. But they've said that only a small percentage of the people who are opted in for the flights are going to get in. Mm. yeah and i'm just sitting here like i've been playing halo since 2007 i've played every game to completion i own the every game and i'm not going to get picked i know it (laughs) well of course you're not an influencer yeah no if i if i streamed halo more regularly i'd probably get picked instantaneously hell i'd probably already be in (laughs) But we'll have to wait for Halo Infinite for that to be a thing. Yep. Now it won't be. Uh, uh, I don't think it'll be too long for. Uh, I'm mean, like I'm curious about Infinite just because I want to see just what they intend to do with it. Um, the Reach beta is interesting because that'll be fun to play with a group again. Because I played the first one as a group, and or I played the first one. There's only one Reach idiot. I played it on <laughs> Xbox as a group. And then uh, I would I would definitely enjoy playing it again with a new group on PC because PC first person shooter master race. See, Reach was kind of the one where my group started to fall apart. Mm. So like we'd play every night for Halo Three, and then Reach came out, and most of the old group just dissolved. That's a shame. And then I started playing a little bit with new people, but we didn't play nearly as much as we did, because everybody was off playing different stuff. I think we were all really into Battlefield at the time. Speaking of, we should go play Battlefield 5 again. Oh, wow, you're actually recommending we play Battlefield 5? Are you hey. feel- Are you feeling okay? Hey, Is your hey, brain hey. turned to soup? <laughs> we actually didn't do too bad when we paired up. Like, when we were acting no. like a cohesive group, we actually, we were, what, top 5? Uh, some top 10 at least. Yeah. I know you were top 5 but uh, no, aside so aside from the inevitable, the, the inevitable, inevitable, that's a big word, uh, inevitable beta for Reach, and hopefully hoping you get into it. Um, think they're going to do a NDA? No, they've think? actually said they're not going to. Oh, so it'll be hey, people are going to be streaming this. Watch it. I mean that that's my plan. Uh, I read an article today actually. It might have been a forum post, I don't remember, but they said that they want to get ahead of the streamers. Ah. So they want to stream it first so people will have context for what's happening in the in the other people's streams, but from what I saw, it seems like you'll be able to stream it, but don't quote me on that. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if, if it is, I'll definitely be streaming it every day I'm able to. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like what they did with uh, Borderlands. When they did their global announcement, apparently they flew out a bunch of major streamers to uh, to stream the game on their channels. Oh, shit. Well, maybe one day we'll be there. One day. One day we'll be common names. Maybe. <laughs> I hope so. That'd be nice. Um, but yeah, uh, one t- something I wanted to bring up, considering we're talking about games that we're obsessively playing, is uh, the fun factor games because you were talking about how back in the day you enjoyed reach you enjoyed halo in general um and i know a lot of people actually got turned off by reach because that was when they started adding the power like the armor powers right yeah and that kind of turned a lot of people off from it's just uh, the one power really it's when it started though yeah you're right i mean that is when a lot of people started complaining because they took away a few of the iconic weapons too like they took the battle rifle out which was a weird one. Cause... Yeah, and I mean, 
they essentially replaced it with a weaker sniper rifle in the DMR, but how did you how do you get rid of the battle rifle? How do you get rid of your bread and butter? Uh, you know, in they said that, you know, in lore it's like, oh, the battle rifle wasn't around yet. Yes it was. <laughs> Reach took place what? A month before Halo One? Which was no, a week before not even. Halo Two? Like no. Halo Reach literally takes place like a day before Halo One. Yeah. Like, the end of Halo Reach is the beginning of Halo 1. And the, well, what is it? Halo uh, 1, 2, and 3 take place over a month time span, basically? Yeah, something like that. And then they do the time jump for Halo 4. Yeah, and that's like a, fuck, few years, 20 years, I think? Jesus, that's... I, I, I honest to God, don't remember. It, it's a fairly substantial... Maybe it's seven years. That would make more sense. Bungie's was a big seven thing, even though that one wasn't Bungie. <laughs> but, uh, no, for... Fun factor for games. Where, at what point does a game not become enjoyable? Or, you know, what, what calculates into the fun factor for you? Um, like, one thing... Because I was reading reviews that people had been posting about Bloodstained. And, right. you know, I'm seeing reviews from people saying... Oh yeah, it's just the same. It's there's nothing unique, or you know, oh yeah, there's so many games that do stuff like this better. What the hell is up with this? And it's like, okay, you don't enjoy the game. It's not within your fun range. You don't find something like this fun. Why the hell are you playing it in the first place? Well, uh, maybe they really enjoyed Symphony of the Night or one of the other Castlevania games, and they thought, well, this is by the same guy, so let's play this, and it'll be just as fun. And then it just wasn't what they wanted. Wasn't their cup of tea. Well. One of his comments was uh, about Shovel Knight. So the guy was complaining. He's like, oh, yeah, this game's totally unrefined. You know, there's so many issues, so many bugs. It's like, Shovel Knight was made in a week, and it's so much better. And it's like, Shovel Knight doesn't have equipment. Shovel Knight has six different enemies. Shovel Knight is hyperlinear. I also don't believe Shovel Knight was made in a week. I, I may be exaggerating what the guy said. I don't have his review up. But he, he, he was comparing it to something that was made in the style of a Metroidvania type of game, but is drastically smaller in scale. And he, he was basically complaining about this and saying how he doesn't enjoy this game and it's not fun. It was like, then it's not your style of game. It's not in your fun factor. Why are you complaining about it? Right. And that that's one thing I never really understood. Like, people have been, uh, not to keep bringing it back to Halo, but that's obviously what's fresh in my mind. Go for it. People online on all these different forums right they're talking about how much halo 5 sucked how it was a shit game it was a terrible halo game you know it doesn't have any purpose ever getting remade for pc how dare people even say it needs to be part of the master chief collection because master chief's only in it for like three missions and all right i'll give you that but it's not fair to call the game crap the story wasn't very good sure but the multiplayer is what I call a logical progression of the Halo series. Yeah. It never made... They kind of... Didn't they bring it... They brought it back a bit with Halo 5 kind of to their origin. They kept what was good from the later games and kind of refreshed what was great about the original. Right. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, they kept sprinting, which makes sense that your Spartan can sprint and mantle and move like a super soldier. (laughs) But they took away the bullshit, like the orbital drops and... You know, the kill streaks. They took away all that shit, which... That has no place in a Halo game. Agreed. At all. And they also made it so... It's not just... You know, you still have armor abilities... But everybody has the same armor abilities. You can move side to side with the jets. You can ground pound. You can mantle. It's all the same shit. I didn't play enough of the Halo 5 multiplayer, so I don't have uh, as much to go with on that one. I've been playing it pretty religiously just because it's what I have. Not not saying I don't have the Master Chief Collection, but it's the newest Halo game I have. And I'll be honest, sometimes the Master Chief Collection can still be a little buggy. Well, so. it was basically like a modified porting of all the old games to the new console. So I would kind of expect some degree of, uh, of bugginess. I will say, Halo 1, as much as I love Halo 1... That is not a game that held up well for multiplayer. <laughs> like w- when you look at the systems that they've added that they added in the later Halo games like taking away the health packs and everything, Halo 1 just feels very archaic. 
Well, and it was kind of designed in the idea of uh, not Doom, uh, Quake. Yeah. Where it was supposed yeah. to be, you know, a lot of running, a lot of explosions, and a lot of death. Exactly. And it, you know, it was supposed to be combat evolved. So it was supposed to be these big open sandbox worlds that, you know, you really hadn't seen in a shooter before this. Yeah. What was the what was the player count for Halo 1? Wasn't it 16? Or was I it 10? I honestly don't remember cuz I don't know if I don't think Halo 1 had online multiplayer on Xbox. I know it had it on PC, and I'm pretty sure people just modded it so you could have more than the standard amount. I mean, I do remember having four separate Xboxes running in a single house at one point for multiplayer on Halo. Right, but you had to land them together. Yeah, well, I no, they did have... Uh, they had an Xbox Live functionality for Halo 1. On, on the Xbox? I don't... I didn't remember that. Because I remember watching... I mean wasn't Halo's Counter-Strike, but I remember a buddy of mine used to play Counter-Strike on Xbox online. And right, was- Count- Counter-Strike had it, yeah. But I'm saying Halo specifically, I don't think, had Xbox Live integration. Eh, maybe I'm just going crazy. I mean, I, I could also <laughs> be wrong. I didn't really start playing Halo until Halo 2. Okay. And even then, I started playing Halo 2 around the time when Halo 3 launched. Because the 360 was the first Xbox I owned, and the only time I'd played Halo before that was at a buddy's house. Okay. Like five years beforehand. <laughs> so you know, I picked up Halo 2 when I bought my Xbox. That that brought into <laughs> a fuckery of a story where the clerk at Best Buy wouldn't take my fucking money. What? Like I'm there. Well, because I wasn't 18 at the time or 17. Oh. But I was there with my mom. But I had my money, so I'm, like, trying to hand her the money, and she's looking at me like, I can't take that from you. It's like, why? My mom's right there saying I can buy this game. Just take the money, give me the game. That's how this works. <laughs> that was always dumb to me that Halo had an ember. in this game? Bullshit. Halo has, like, the least amount of violence of any shooter out there. Except maybe Splatoon. I mean, technically it still had plenty of blood. Most of it was just alien blood. Yeah, which shouldn't count for an M rating. It's fucking purple. <laughs> it they're squirting count. out... They're squirting out fucking Kool-Aid. But it has guns. Mom. Uh, and, yeah, th- now, I won't deny that it is stupid, but I can also see it from the Best, Buy's got, Best Buy guy's perspective where I don't want to lose my job because some 16-year-old kid wants to buy an M-rated game. No, I, I completely understand that, too, because both you and I have worked gaming retail at a gaming retailer that will not be named. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I totally get that. I did go figure we ended up off the topic of the uh, fun factor, but... You discussing Halo so long kind of shows that, you know, Halo was in your fun factor that had all the right things to kind of tickle your fancy. Uh, well, it was, also, it was also the fact that it was just a fun party game to play. Like, not even if you were versing other people, but doing all the game modes and shit. Also true. Which, uh, in, uh, it was Halo 3 that brought in Forge, right? Yes. That's when things really got crazy for that, and I think they really hit their stride with being able to be like... Yeah, we, uh, you know, rando dude online, we'll say that's his gamer tag, uh, just created a race car map where everyone gets on a mongoose and starts doing this gigantic course with loop-the-loops, and there's this dude in the middle who's sniping everyone going around. Oh, I love that course. Halo on Halo. But having having something like that, I mean, that, that brought Halo back to me to being fun, because I played Halo 2, it was whatever to me. Um, but yeah, having Halo 3 and the Forge and like the custom maps that came out of it, that was a blast. That was hilarious. You know, you know what I'll tell you? Cause that, that's what made Halo 3 the best. It was the best like party game to play at the time. Now I know we have a shitload of other party games to play, like games where you can just go in with your friends, create crazy game modes and just fuck around. Let's all go play Mario Party. No, that's the, if Halo that's the Infinite. <laughs> If Halo Infinite wants to succeed, like, really wants to succeed, they need to bring that feeling back. Yeah. They need to bring back that, hey, guys, you know, we're off of school, we're off of work, everybody jump on Halo, let's fucking go. Let's go do dumb shit online. But yeah, so Halo obviously falls within my fun zone, Bloodstain falls within yours, but what is your fun zone? Because I feel like I just ranted about Halo for 20 minutes. I mean, I don't know if I have... 
like a designated fun zone. I can usually find fun in most games, but part of that always comes from the uh, the creative side of the game. Like I'll I've, I've harped on it in the past, and I will probably keep harping on it, especially when the next one comes out. Gears of War. Okay. Came out. First one came out. I actually played it in a non now non-existent video game store um game crazy yeah uh me and a buddy of mine played at co-op in the store while working because that store was really slow and beat it now admittedly this was an m-rated game and we were definitely chainsawing things in half um but at that time this game like the chest high wall you know cover and roll shooter was kind of a new concept and it was innovative and it was enjoyable because it was new. So that kind of fell in my fun range. My problem with it started arising when every single one was the exact same cookie cutter. It's like, oh, but this gun fires a little bit different. It's like, yes, but I'm still looking at the same five chest high walls and the same three enemies. Oh, well, now we have this one really big one. Cool. I guess. It looks interesting. How do I kill it? Well, you have to use the Hammer of Dawn. You mean the same way I've killed every big enemy ever in this game? Yeah, and that, that is where, you know, my fun factor starts falling off. Because it's like, it's not innovative. It looks all, It all looks the same. It all feels the same. If you had changed one of those two factors, probably bring me in. Like, I'd probably enjoy it a lot more. Which is why, like, when you guys mentioned the uh, the new uh, Gears of War Escape, I was like, right, okay, you know, a Left 4 Dead style, maybe a bit more hectic, a bit more active, you know, you're not going to be dealing with chest-high walls because you're trying to get out of this place as fast as possible. And then I watched the gameplay and it, oh, hey, we've got five chest-high walls and a wave of enemies coming at us. Well, what are the enemies? Oh, where they're the locusts still. So are they di are they different? Nope, they're the exact same locusts we've been fighting since two thousand and two thousand and ten. Yeah, and so and so when I saw that, it was like, all right, well, so the gameplay still feels the same. Oh, but we've added new special skills for each of the characters. All right, what kind of special skills? Oh, well, this guy gets a melee attack. Cool, I guess. What does it do? Oh, well, he does this one really big slash. Okay, can he keep doing it? Well, there's a cooldown. What? So, you know, did they make an effort? Kind of. Was it a half effort? Yeah. So... Well, I mean, we, we'll have to see when the game actually launches how it plays, because they might make tweaks to it based on community feedback. Who knows? I genuinely hope they do. But that's, that's kind of what loses my fun factor for a game. Um, to bring it over to Bloodborne, you know, people will say, oh, well, it's just Symphony of the Night reskinned. You mean Bloodstained? Bloodstained. Bloodborne, Bloodstained, Jesus. I mean, Bloodborne, it, it, was, Blood... <laughs> Bloodborne was Dark Souls reskinned, but they again, it had a very different feel and vibe. So it's another good example. You know, I enjoyed, I enjoyed what is it, uh, Demon Souls back in the day, and then they lost the rights to the name, so they came out with Dark Souls. And I was like, okay, same vibe, new, like an entirely new world, but still subtle hints to the old one. Awesome, Dark Souls two. Hey, it's a completely different region. Everything looks different. Everything feels different. There's crazy different enemies. Dark Souls 3, same thing. Like, holy crap, new region. Some of these same old enemies, but new story elements. And then you have Bloodborne, and it was like, wait, wait, wait. I'm used to, like, my dude looking either like he's running around in a loincloth or running around like a knight from the Middle Ages. Now you're having me run around like a steampunk witch hunter? Yes. Yeah, you're a goth kid from Hot Topic. Kind of. Lots of belts. But... Lots of belts. <laughs> but that was the thing. It was like, yes, a lot. some of the gameplay elements are going to feel very similar to Dark Souls. However, we've changed some of the mechanics, so we reward a more aggressive play style. And the stylization for the entire world, what the enemies look like, how they feel, how you interact with them, is now different. And right. so, again, fun factor's still up there. It's intriguing. It's unique. Now you look at Symphony of the Night and Bloodstained. A lot of the similar mechanics are show will show up in both of them, but they add enough new mechanics in Bloodstained to make it interesting. And the stylization has enough of a shift to make it, once again, to make it interesting. You know, So that's what, if they can keep improving on that, that's going to keep bringing me back into those games which is good i mean as long as you have something that'll bring you back into a game that is what makes it fun yep i mean considering i played symphony of the night on one two three 
four consoles? <laughs> yeah, hey, I four. finally started my first ever playthrough of Symphony of the Night. Having fun? I am. I did think it was funny because I started playing it after last week's recording, and basically you were able to tell exactly what I was doing based on how angry I was. <laughs> Usually it would be like the one response of like, Oh my god, what the, what's up with that? There's two of them, one's flying. I was like, oh, I know which room you're in. <laughs> what is this fuckery? Why are they flying and how do I kill them? Yep. Oh, man. Well, di didn't you find the axes? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, they were in the room just before. It was in one of the candles. What? Why was there an axe in the candle? I mean, everything's in a candle. I mean, that's fair. Or in a wall. Or a chair. Or a chair. <laughs> um, I actually wanted to talk to you about something, though, because I know I, we said this earlier on. Both of us have worked gaming retail. Yes. And I don't think we've discussed it on a published episode yet. Do we want to, though? Do we yes. want to subject the masses to that? No, because I want everybody to know what your local gaming retailers go through on a day-to-day -day basis because it's a miracle we all didn't burn down our stores you didn't well uh nothing that is said on this podcast is uh anything that can indict us of anything <laughs> none of this that none of it what has been said can be legally submitted as a uh for use in court exactly no uh, <laughs> but no um i mean we can i've i've got my horror stories and my funny stories and my ridiculous ones I mean, I've got, I've got two stories specifically that I wanted to talk about. All right. Basically, two different customers who came in, and they were regulars. I had this one, actually three stories. Now that I think about it, I had one family come in, right? And it was a dad, their little little daughter, and the mom, and they're looking at DS games. Fair enough. Little girl has a DS, they want to get her a new game. And they're asking me questions, and the mom is asking me about every frilly game in that case. Hmm. She's like, well, what about this one? Do you know how this one is? Man, that's Barbie Horse Adventure. I'm sure it's Barbie Horse Adventure. Do I She's look like, well, like a person that plays Barbie Horse Adventure? Well, it was funny, because that's what the husband says. She asked me about some Hannah Montana game, the husband looks at, looks at her and goes... Does he look like somebody who plays fucking Hannah Montana? And I was like, oh, thank God he gets it. But, but that was one of the things, you know, we have to we had to deal with was people asking us about every single game on those shelves. And while I played a decent amount of them, there was not enough time in the world for me to play every game on that shelf. And there were games on that shelf that I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. I was about to say, there's not enough booze in the world to make me play Barbie's Horse Adventure on a DS. I'm sure at some point there is enough booze, but at that point I won't be able to hold the DS. At that point I'd probably be dead. Also true. Um, I did have another uh, customer, though. This family would come in and they'd all pick up their individual PlayStation games. It was like a family of four kids and then the dad. And they'd all pick up five or six games. Now that wasn't the kicker. It's like, all right, fine, whatever. They had one power-up card between them. Oh, shit, I've given away the name of the retailer. Eh. Um, they had one rewards card between them, so they'd all just pass it off. They never pre-ordered anything, and they'd make me check every game we had in stock. Oh. Of well, everything they grabbed. The disc? They were fucking Blu-rays. At one point, I went... Look, it's a Blu-ray. You can't scratch it unless you take a knife and fucking gouge it. Yeah, I've, I've, I've dealt with that type before. I had one dude that would come in and buy stacks of pre-owned games. They would always be $10 or less. And it would always be like, yeah, how many copies of that do you have? Uh, honestly, we've got like 30. I'll take them all. He was a reseller. Ah, okay, that makes sense. So he probably went home, you know, fixed them all up, made sure the cases were all pretty, then sold them for triple what he paid for them. Hey, just take them down to Mexico. Or he took them down to Mexico. Yep. Um, I'm, ass I'm assuming you asked him about it once. No, no. Uh, he apparently knew the boss of the store, because technically you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to encourage that. Um, but my boss okayed it. Well, that... Uh, 
that only lasted for so long until regional found out about it. Ooh. You know, that's kind of weird. You guys had like 50 copies of this shitty game and now you've got zero? How did you move that? Well, we have this guy that comes in and buys them all. I'm sorry, what? One person? Yeah? Yeah, company does did not look favorably on that. Um, I'm assuming that manager didn't have uh, his job for very long. No, she did after not. After that. No, she did not. Oh, oh it was a her. Yep. Yeah, it, uh, it did not end pretty because I basically got a phone call one day saying, hey, we need you to come in. It's like 10.30. I'm like, store should already be open. I, I don't work today, but yeah, yeah, I'll come in. So I get there. Store's locked. She's outside crying. And the regional manager is inside. So if I oh. say she was gone, I was temporarily promoted, and uh, yeah, good times. That is the one thing that that specific retailer did, because I'm assuming it's the same retailer. They'd yeah. temporarily promote people when people got fired, but then find somebody to replace them instead of just keeping the person who knew the store. Oh, of course. Yeah. So fucking irritating. <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, I think there are two other stories that I like, um... One actually is a callback to your Halo incident. Oh, boy. I had a kid come in with his dad, father. I wouldn't even say dad. His father. This was a very proper individual. Probably had never held a controller in his life. His son, on the other hand, was a little shit. I immediately don't trust the dad. Oh, no. Dad was fine. Dad was actually a pretty nice guy. Um, But the kid's scamping around the store, and then he finds a game he's looking for, and he brings it up. Grand Theft Auto V. Shocker. Yeah, right? Like, I want to get this game. Uh, well, you know it's I'm rated, right? Well, my dad's, my dad's fine with it. I'm going to have to tell your dad. Like, I got to, I have to talk to your dad. Oh, no, he's, he said it's fine. Sir, hey, could you come over here? I, I just got to, I got to talk to you about the game really quick. At this point, the kid's kind of looking between his dad and me. He's like, no, he, he said it's fine. It's, I, I, I can, I've already played it before. It's fine. I still have to go through the motions, kid. Dad comes over. What is it? Uh, sir, I just have to bring it to your attention. This is an M-rated game. Um, you know, generally, for some of these games, the content's not that bad. However, Grand Theft Auto has some things Sex, in it. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, an entire torture scene, several I, rape scenes. Pretty much. I, I just, I flipped it over to the back. I was like, sir, there's a rating on the back. States that it's an M-rating. M-rating is usually for 17 or older. Some of the M-ratings... Not really justified. However, for this one, kind of is, and I'm going to read off why. You know, and I start going down. It's violence, language, sexual content, sexually explicit content, drug use. And you see the dad's face. Like, because he came over and he was, had a a small smile and he was nodding as I started up. Because it's like, okay, this guy's just doing his job. And as I'm going down the list, his face just goes sullen just flat and he's just looking at me and i finish it's like thank you for that information i'll be taking my son and he just grabs the kid by the arm and drags him out of the shop not another word and you see the look of terror in this kid's eyes oh yeah because he just realized dad found out i tried to i tried to game him (laughs) i'm doing I had a very similar situation with the same game. But instead of, you know, proper dad, it was kind of a soccer mom type. And she comes up to the counter with her son and the game. And I, you know, I do the same shtick. It's like, ma'am, I'm, you know, I need to inform you this is an M-rated game. Now, mind you, the kid's not being a little shit. But I can tell with every word that comes out of my mouth, I see his face slowly start to drop. (laughs) Because he knows... And I found out why when I got to the bottom of the list, because I did the whole spiel, like, this is why it's rated M. And she looks at me, goes, thank you. Looks at this kid, goes, you're not getting that game, and I cannot believe your father would say you could get that. We're going to have a talk when we get home. And they walked out. I was like, oh, I just caused a divorce. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you just tossed dad under the bus. <laughs> Ooh. Oof. Uh, I'm surprised he. I'm surprised he didn't come in later and start bitching at me. What How fucking dare you? you? <laughs> no, uh, my last story 
was uh, it was when I first got hired because I got hired as a seasonal. So, I funny story on how I got the job because uh, I knew the manager, and I was friends with a friend of the manager. So he put in a good word for me as well. So I already had the job lined up, and I ended up going to the interview in ripped up blue jeans and a t-shirt. Nice. And Classy. A buddy of mine, well, at the time I didn't know who he was, but a buddy of mine who I ended up being in his wedding ceremony was also getting interviewed, and he was in khakis, a button-up shirt, looking very proper, and he admitted to me later, he's like, I did not think you ever had a, I didn't think you had a snowball's chance in hell of getting the job. Like, it flabbergasted me when I saw you there my first day. <laughs> but again, holiday season. So, standard hustle and bustle. People want to buy stuff, return stuff, change stuff out. You know, the whole spiel. Bitch at you because something's not in stock or the Xbox is to $100 more than it's advertised in the week-old sale? Pretty much. Um, but we had recently hired a new assistant manager, buddy of mine, Chris. Great guy, bit of a pothead, but, uh, I was on lunch. I was in the back, I bought something in the mall, came back, sitting in the back, eating my food. And, you know, he's coming in and out, in and out. And at one point he comes back, he's like, hey, hey, John, John, I, I got someone, I don't know how to deal with them. I don't, I just, I don't know how to deal with them. I was like... You're the assistant manager. You're in charge. It's like, I, I don't know what to do. It's like, fine, fine. I got it. I got it. So I go out. Old lady. Probably, you know, late 50s. Sitting there, like, get, immediately mean mugs me because, you know, I'm 18 years old. I look like, you know, a standard teenager coming up to the counter. And I'm supposed to be trying to help her. What can I do for you, ma'am? I want to return this game. Okay, well, okay. I can't even remember the game it was now at this point. I was like, well, do you have do you have a receipt to come with it? Well, no, but I bought it from this store. Okay, well, do you, may, do you have the rewards program? I can check to see your history of purchase. What? No, why would I have something like that? I, I'm just trying to help you, ma'am. Um, did you buy this new or used? Well, of course I bought it new. Why would I buy something used? Well, it's open. So I need to make sure. Well, what would that matter? Well, you opened it. I can't say it's new anymore if you're saying you bought it new. And if it's used, you don't even have a receipt. So I, I can't do this return, ma'am. What are you talking about you can't do this return? I, I can't do it. This goes on for about a minute with her just constantly spouting something, some reason or another why I should or must do this return. I was like, ma'am, I can't do it for you. The shop around the corner can't do it for you. The shop at the other mall can't do it for you. There's no receipt, and I don't know where you got this. You could have gotten it at Target. How dare you say that to me? I want to speak to your manager. I look over at <laughs> I look over at my buddy Chris, and he's in the back room, and he's looking at me, and he's just shaking his head, like, "Don't throw me into this, bro. Don't throw me into this." It's like standard shrug. I was like. Well, if I get fired, I get fired. Look back. Ma'am, I'm the current manager on duty. If you have an issue, you can take it up with me. Nice. And red her head started to spin, didn't it? Red in the face. Standard, I never. I was like, why I never? Pretty much. And then it it finalized with, I'm never coming back to this shop again. I was like... Good. Good. We don't need your business because we probably never had it. Uh, away I she hate... went. And I went back into the back room, patted my buddy Chris on the back. I was like, I'm going back on lunch. It's <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> okay. I, had a couple, I had a couple like that. Um, I guess uh, I don't have any other real good stories that, you know, aren't just more of that. Cause, well, I mean, that's 90% of the stories is asshole customers. Yeah, I did have to... I did have to deal with the police once, though. And they asked for me by name. That was the terrifying part. Yeah. I'm working one day, and this uh, detective comes in. And I'm, you know, he's like, are you, uh, you know, are you Sedge? I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, did your manager already talk to you about this? About what, sir? Oh, God. 
I'm just trying to do stuff here today. We just got our shipment in, and I'm trying to not drown under the mountain of work I have to do. Huh. What can I do for you? Well, you took a re- you took a stolen PlayStation as a return. I just need to make sure you weren't in collaboration with the perpetrators. Oh, good lord. Nope. Definitely wasn't. If I took one in, it's because everything checked out, or I really wasn't paying attention. Well, and that's the thing. With that, sure, we had the the background check slips, but that gets turned... It's like, how would... I mean, if I had At falsified point, the information, you would never be here. Yeah, and it, at that point, we didn't even have slips. It was just check their ID and punch it into the system. Yeah, oh, man. And if they had a valid driver's license, it worked. Yep. It's like, all right. So, yeah, that that was fun because I basically went to the guy who was, you know, the acting assistant manager. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Why did I deal with that? You couldn't have warned me that the police were going to be here asking for me? Oh, man. You didn't even give me time to mentally prepare for that? <laughs> I'm not even awake yet, you bastard. Uh, I, th- I dealt with the police twice during my time. Both for uh, stolen product. So, actually, once was for stolen product, and then once was uh, as a follow-up for a uh, guy who was stealing stuff from Target. So, guy would go to Target, basically slice open the cases, take out the disc, and then trade them in, because we didn't Ah, require cases. So we'd get like 10 copies of the same game. And, again, another situation that ended up biting me, my manager, same manager that, as the one that got fired, in the ass. What that, the fuck? She was a, she was a shady bitch. Um, Cl- but the, fucking clearly. The other one was, I was working in an uh, evening shift by myself. The, uh, the SGA who was supposed to be there never came in. Suffice to say, he got fired. Um, but I was working alone. Two guys come in. Female joins them. Female says, oh, I'm going to go get some food. Because we worked like two doors down from a submarina. And so the two guys are looking around the shop. And one of them comes up. He's like, hey, you guys got any uh, PSPs in? Yeah. Starts asking me questions. Sounds genuinely interested. Has his wallet out. He's like, yeah, I'd like to get one. It's like, okay, cool. Other guy says, hey, I'm going to go over to the submarina. See what's up with her. So he leaves. And I'm legitimately ringing up this PSP. Got it behind the counter. I've got my hand on it. And as I'm about to, like, basically I've got it rung up. And I'm like, all right, I just need to get your card so we can get this rung up. Dude jumps over the counter, puts half his body over the counter, grabs the PSP out of my hand, bolts out the door. Fight or flight. As stupid as this is, over a PSP, fight or flight. Let me I go guess. out the door. You fought him. I didn't fight him. Because I was on a strip mall. So they were in a SUV outside. Charge up to the vehicle. Like an idiot. Because that guy could have had a gun. I could have been dead on the ground. Which is part of the reason I got fired after all this. Um, oh, this this is what ended up be doing you in? One of the times. Oh. <laughs> I, I ended up going back to work at that store at a later date. Um, ah. But yeah. Ran out there saw the dude jump into the back of this SUV, and I just run up, slam my hand on the front windshield and the side, and I'm like, you stop this fucking vehicle. The girl is the one in the driver's seat. She's looking at me terrified, and she starts that engine. I just reach back, slam the, the, uh, like the wrist point, you know, the, the ball of your hand, into the windshield. Mm-hmm. I hear a crack, Ooh. and they peel out. I'm was pretty it the wind- sure it was their wind. It was their was wind- it the windshield, windshield or your wrist? Yeah, it was their windshield. I don't know why I was. I couldn't say that word. But yeah, I'm ninety oh. percent sure it was their windshield because my hand was fine, and the dude like leans out the window and just starts swearing up and down at me. I go back in, call my manager, call the police, give them the license plate because I saw the license plate. And, uh, yeah, two days later, I was let go. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. Uh, we have some listener questions this week. Alrighty. So, I have four questions here. Uh, thank you, everybody, who submitted your questions. If you hear your question, which you will, since there's only four of them. (laughs) 
hey, um, hey. it'll that, get up there. Know that you're the one who said it, and we appreciate you. And we're going to start off from the top. What is a series that you get crap for liking? So are we talking about, like, all time? Just any series at all. Like, what is the series that you like that you've gotten the most shit from people for liking? Hmm. Uh, I would actually have to say Dead Island. Yeah, no, I I would agree with that for you, because I think I've given you a substantial amount of shit for that. I mean, I don't, I don't know why people gave it so much crap. I mean, yes, it came out alongside Dead Rising and uh what was it uh like left for dead and all of those were out and about when dead island came out but for what it was um also no what was the last one uh dying light i think it was dying light and dead island came out around the same time no dead island came out way before dying light was it yeah, because it was uh, Dead Island, Dead Island Riptide, and then Dying Light came out from the same people who made Dead Dead Island. Was it because, the yeah, Techland. Oh. They were they're the ones who made Dying Light, and they made it because they weren't being allowed to make Dead Island too. Uh, okay, maybe that's why they do feel similar. But no, yeah. I, I got a lot of crap for liking Dead Island, and but the thing is, it's like I enjoyed it. You know, it was fairly straight it was straightforward but the world was still really large and it was it was fun to explore it was fun to play you know as corny as the dialogue was half the time that was where half the fun came from because come on dialogue is never serious in zombie movies no no that's what makes zombie movies amazing when they try to be serious then they're just stupid yeah so like this one had its serious moments but then at the same time you you know, have people like Sveti and her need for champagne. Is but that really it, what she sounds like? Uh, pretty much mix the most Hill Valley girl you can with the strongest Russian accent you can. I don't want that voice in my head, and now it's there, and oh, it, I think my brain yeah. is going to start to melt. It's there, and it's there to stay. Um, but she had an obsession with champagne and would give you diamonds if you brought her champagne. All right. But she's, she's like, a high roller. Well, and that's the thing. You, to get to her, like, she was in this bungalow off in the middle of, like, the expensive portion of the island in a drug den. It was a bunch of people drugged out of their minds. Like, in the back room, there's one dude and three girls on a bed. Like, you obviously know what's going on there, but that's the kind of shit that was happening in the game. And I was like... That's stupid, that's ridiculous, and that's amazing. I clearly need to go back and play through that game. <laughs> but yeah, so that is, that's probably my game that gives me, that gets me the most shit. I think mine might be Sniper Elite. Sniper Elite was good. Or wait. I know. No, Sniper. you're thinking, Sniper Elite was the good one, Ghost Warrior was the bad one. Okay, yeah. But I, I know a few people who've given me shit for it because it's literally just a game about sniping people. Okay, what other game can you shoot Hitler in the nut? That is a good point. I don't know. Exactly. So that right there makes Sniper Elite an amazing game. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I don't really know. I guess maybe World of Warships or obviously my submarine simulators. But you know what? Yeah, you can give me shit for those. That's weird. I know it is. <laughs> Down periscope. Up Down periscope. periscope. <laughs> Calculate torpedo trajectory. Uh, Fire. You missed. You damn. suck. <laughs> um, Alright, our second question. What game would you like to see crossover into another genre, such as turning Mass Effect into an open world? Now, we've discussed something similar to this like when we were discussing what to do with uh, Halo Infinite. That's true, we did. Because I think we... I think I had brought up the fact that Halo was originally concepted as an open-world game. Yeah. And so, like, his mentioning of turning the Mass Effect universe into an open-world galaxy... Same same kind of idea as what we had stated for, uh, for Halo. With the ring. It's like, yeah, you have an entire ring that's basically the size of the equator of the earth it takes you three years to cross it on foot 
So what, like, just how much could you do with that much land? So their their pitch, I'm I'm definitely on board for because I've also thought of the same thing for uh, for Mass Effect. Um, but uh, in maybe let's see into another style of game. I would want to I want to see a uh, well no they've already they've done that as well. Because like Zelda did the Dynasty Warriors spin-off, which actually I never got a chance to play. I'm a big fan of Dynasty Warriors, as silly as they are. <laughs> Maybe that's another I mean, one I get crap for. Hyrule Warriors is pretty good. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, but while you think of yours, I'm going to say mine. Go for it. Uh, I would, and this has technically already been done with this series, but I would like to see them redo it and make a better game out of it i want to see them bring command and conquer back to the first or third person shooter genre because i remember command and conquer renegade and that game was fun as shit (laughs) and i'd like to see another one or i'd like to see them actually finish star starcraft ghost oh yeah or whatever the hell game they're making that's supposed to be a first person shooter set in the starcraft universe like that's what i want to see crossover into the shooter genre for a lot of games like that they have this massive world that's created and yeah, definitely. I like people would love to see that expansive world from a first-person perspective instead of you know the ethereal commander in the sky type of thing. Um, right. It's part of why I think uh, the Space Marine game that came out a couple years ago that game was actually really good and it was enjoyable because you know you had the Warhammer universe established. You had uh, the Total War-esque, not actual Total War, Total War Warhammer. Um, I'm blanking on the name of the specific ones that have already been... Dawn of War? Dawn of War, yes. Like, you had the Dawn of War games for Warhammer. You've got the tabletop stuff, but you never really got to see, like, a on-the-ground type of feel. So they did a really good job with that, and that was actually a really good melding of genres. Now, are you talking Space Marine, or are you talking about Space Hulk Deathwing? Uh, Space Marine. Okay, so the third-person shooter one. Yes. Now, Deathwing, good game in a group. Get a group, I bu- have fun. I mean, it's a lot like Vermintide. Purge and Holy Hellfire. Blood for the Blood God, skulls for the Skull Throne. Even <laughs> though that's Chaos Space Marines, not actual Space Marines. I mean, uh, they technically but- were Space Marines at one point. Yeah, at some point. So what? What? Uh, what's yours? Well, I feel bad because they kind of took my Mass Effect one that I would have liked to have <laughs> go on. Well, you can just agree on. with them. Go, I, yep, nope, I, that's what I would do. I mean, I already agree with them because, again, you they had such a interesting universe. And if they did ever do something like that, I would actually want it to be pre-Contact War. I'm so, not familiar enough with Mass Effect to know okay. what the fuck that is. Um, Basically, it was when humans first discovered the mass relay, the first time they used it, they inadvertently started a war with the Turians, which is... Shocking. One humans of the first started races. a war. Well, it was on accident. The ship they sent through crashed into a Turian ship. So the Turians oh. took that as a declaration of war and started up aggressions because that's what Turians do. They fight. Is t- are Turians the big motherfuckers? Nope, those are Krogans. Turians uh, are actually the uh, they're actually avian in their genealogy. As weird as that is, um, they're not the blue people, are they? Well, they can be blue, but they're not the the lady race. Uh, they're not the race of race of all blue women. Um, uh, they they look like skeleton or <laughs> skeletons. Uh, they they look like they have scales. Oh, okay. Um, they also have the like mandibles in the front. Ugh. Yeah. Creepy. But they have it. It's very strange. I'll send you a photo and we can discuss it later if you'd like. Yeah. Um, but I would like to see it set before that, so that you don't and have it set not with humans involved. So you're dealing with all of the other races instead. Okay, that that would be fun. Yeah, and I I don't know if I would ma- necessarily go with a MMO 
style, because then you'd end up with uh, Knights of the Old Republic, or Sweater. Uh, the Old Republic, not Knights of the Old. Um, which, not a bad game. Nothing but, to fucking do. Yeah, the, it it peters out too quick. But having a more open galaxy would be nice. Yeah, I'd agree with that. All right, uh, third question here. What is an unpopular opinion you have about some popular game series? Like something you'd probably get shit for saying, but speak your truth. I mean, we've I all heard me talk about Gears of War. I fucking hate Five Nights at Freddy's. All you who really enjoy that game, How you're wrong. How do you wrong. not like FNAF? Also, Fortnite. Fortnite <laughs> can get fucked. It's a toxic game with a toxic gameplay mechanic, and it tries to suck all of your money away. And even though I played it, I got out, and you can too. Don't worry, there's help out there for you. So, my, my big things would be, and again, I've discussed Gears of War multiple times, um, but I would also say League of Legends. Just the whole Dota setup. The MOBA thing. Just let it die. I don't get what the obs- I, I just personally don't get what the craze for it is. It's so dull. I don't get it either, don't worry. I've tried. I've tried to get it. I just I, don't. I played League of Legends way back when, before the community became horrendously toxic and the game was literally just about the meta. So you mean the first week the game was out? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, look at Overwatch's fandom. I think I have uh, an ice cream truck outside my house. Oh dear. Well, then we better uh, we, we better uh, finish this up <laughs> so I you can go get your ice cream. Um, last question, and then we're done. What is your favorite scare from a game? Favorite scare? I know what my I know what mine is, but I will save it for after yours because mine's good. Mine involves controller throwing. <laughs> Oh my. Um, damn. I, see, shit, there, there has, I know there's a game sometime in the past that gave me a proper scare, but I can't, I really can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, well, all right. Then I'll just say mine while you well, think of yours. There, so there, I won't deny there are games that put me on edge, and as silly as it is, like, uh, Dead by Daylight, when I first started playing that, that game put me on edge because... They have a really good job. They do a really good job with atmosphere and just hearing the killer get closer until you see them and they see you. They do a good job with it. Yeah, so. no, I agree with that. That that's definitely uh, that is heart pounding. It's like a th- good thriller movie. Yeah, yeah. I get so yeah. Maybe not necessarily a scare, but definitely a good thrill. I mean, it fucking can be if they just round a corner that you weren't expecting them to round. I've definitely screamed <laughs> like a little bitch. Playing Wasn't Dead that by when Daylight. I was playing the Doctor. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> it is time for your operation. Fuck! <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> no, uh, mine actually comes from Until Dawn, and I know people are going to be surprised. That it's not that one part from Resident Evil Four, but that part didn't make me scream and throw a controller at my friend. <laughs> uh, there is a part in Until Dawn where it's zooming really close into a dollhouse. And then a doll pops up. Like, it's it's straight jump scare bullshit. It's not even, like, heavy tension scaring. I screamed like a little girl. And my controller flipped out of my hand, almost hit my buddy in the head. He had to throw it back to me because a quick time event was happening right after that. Wow, we almost went an entire episode without Podcat showing up. Hi, Podcat. But, yeah. So that's my favorite scare that I've had happen to me. And I wish I had been recording it at the time. That would have been a good one to see. Uh, you got anything to plug this week? Uh, well, as I had stated last week, I was going to start back up with streams. So I am once again live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash controlfreak. Otherwise, uh, as the opinions come to my head, I have been posting them onto Facebook at facebook.com slash review. All right. And obviously you can find me, twitch.tv slash Lord Sedge, on Twitter 
at sedge underscore gaming. You can find this podcast on Twitter at gaming casual pod, and you can find us on Facebook dot com slash groups slash gaming casual podcast. I think I actually have to look. And light writes on Tay sometime Tay dot Kinja dot something. I don't actually remember. I don't remember it off the top of my head. And He'll I be feel back to bad. Plug it next week. Yeah, he he should be back next week. Like we said, his brain felt like soup today. So, if you guys like the episode, share it with your friends. Follow us in all of the places where you get your podcasts, including where you're currently listening to it now. And we have a good. Will see ya. Bye. Hey guys, Sedge here. I uh, just wanted to give a quick shout out to our intro music, Eight Bit Onward by Heatley Bros. You can find them on YouTube, and I will be posting the link in the description. Thanks. Bye.